Hey, Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug here talking all things Disney. And Doug, before we dive into today's topic, there's a lot of exciting news happening right now within Disney World, and it's going to change a lot of things. So first off, a really cool thing, your kids are no longer going to be racing to the door to open it. You can beat them now. What? With with my phone? With your phone, yeah. That's thing is you can... Our app can now open the door. However, Derek, you still have to open the app and put it on the the sensor. You got to hold your phone up to it. So I'm not going to beat them. They're still going to beat me. No, it's not like I can remotely open it from the park and like unlock it for, you know, Joe to get in or something. I I still have to touch my phone to the door with the app activated in the uh, unlock door. So, yeah, it's pretty big news. You can use the Bluetooth from your phone through the app to unlock your room. I I guess in case you can't hold your wrist up. Or if you leave your magic band in the room. You can get back in and get it. However, we've had a lot of experiences of our magic bands not working to unlock doors. And they always blame it because we have too many reservations or too many magic bands, which I think is a load of hooey. I think they're just looking for excuses because it's always Art of Animation, Contemporary, Grand Floridian, and Saratoga Springs. We've had every time at those places. So um, hopefully the phone works better than the magic band at those resorts. Well, we'll have to find out on your next trip. And speaking of your next trip, you'll be seeing uh, the new Toy Story area. And the Toy Story Fast Passes are now been revealed. Yeah, kind of not officially announced. But the people that are saying concierge that are paying the extra $50 a day to get three extra Fast Passes can book 90 days out. And guess what? We're under 90 days from the opening of Toy Story. So people are starting to leak some things onto message boards, things like that. So this is just rumor. It's not confirmed. But somebody did say the tiers at Hollywood Studios really follows the way they did the tiers at Animal Kingdom. So tier one at Hollywood Studios is all three Toy Story attractions. Tier two, everything else. So from your Tower of Terror to your Frozen Sing-Along, Beauty and the Beast, all tier two now. And so you can only get one Toy Story. However, as Michelle pointed out to me, you know those concierge people, the tier rules don't apply to them with their three extra ones. So she's not really sure how they know that. And the concierge person makes the fast passes for you. So there's some screenshots floating around the internet, but Michelle is questioning the legitimacy of the screenshots because the client themselves is not supposed to actually make the fast pass, just the concierge agent. So 
rumors, but it makes sense, right, Derek? Yeah, that totally makes sense, especially with yeah. new attractions. They want to keep them all in that tier one, or else it's just going to be kind of chaos back in that area of the park. Because I know, what what are you guys going to try and do? Slinky Dog Coaster? I think we would try to make Slinky Dog the uh, Fast Pass, Rope Drop, Mania, and then just stand in a line to do the, uh, the ASS Aliens Swirling Saucers greatest abbreviation ever, right? Um, Alden's already calling it by its abbreviation, so we have to stop a 10-year-old from saying that. It's great. But, uh, it, which the kids have already said, that looks just like Mater's. Do we have to go on it? We're like, uh, You have no. to at least once. Once? Yeah, we'll figure it out. But, you know, so we'll probably make Slinky Dog, you know, Rock and Roller Coasters now Tier 2. Which is great. And Tower Terror probably gets the next longest waits. It'll be interesting to see when Mickey's uh, Runaway Railway opens, if it's pre-Star Wars, where it falls. I guess it would probably be a Tier 1. I'm going to guess Tier 1 out of the gate. Yep. So there you go. That's uh, Toy Story Fast Pass tiers. All right. Excited for your trip day opening of Toy Story, and we'll get to hear your strategy behind it. The next thing I am excited about is the Star Wars Hotel. If you've listened to this show, you know that that is on my bucket list. And now we know where it's going to go, though we kind of knew already. Well, I mean, we don't know officially. It's for permits filed for Project H. You know, it's in a spot where... What else are they going to be building there other than the Star Wars Hotel? It, literally right across the road from the construction. So it's located just north of Osceola Parkway and east of World Drive. So right in that little corner just south of Galaxy's Edge. So it makes total sense to me. A lot of people had predicted kind of their dirt pile spot that they've had for a long time across World Drive. This is actually way closer so very easy to make some sort of tunnel mm-hmm. or walkway. I think they'll make something where you don't actually have to leave. Keep it immersive. So mm-hmm. a tunnel yep. makes sense to me um, under the road and right into. And I'm not sure how long if that road will be moving once the construction all gets done from Osceola and Victor Way. It may not be there even in the end. I'm not sure of the long-term plans for that road. So pretty exciting. We got a site. I'm excited Yay. because that's where uh, I want to stay whenever it opens for like a thousand dollars a minute. Probably twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. They're starting to move dirt now. Twenty twenty opening date. I'm excited about that. You know, two years. I mean, it's going to pay for itself, so they probably want to fast track it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but they got to move some swamp first. Yep, they got to got to move the water. That's always the hard thing about Florida is just water where does all that water need to go? Difficult. Water is a lot of work. The other exciting news for me that came out today, actually, was Stranger Things. One of my favorite TV shows will be at Universal Studios for their Horror Nights, though I will not be there because my kids are too young for that. Uh, I do think that's a lot of fun. I know we have a couple Universal Studios fans, so if you do go, take some pictures, and I think we'll have a guest on to uh, give a review. Pretty sure we'll get Kent, who was on a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. He did all the 47 attractions one day, that Kent uh he'll be on to talk hollywood or hollywood studios halloween horror nights i don't know maybe a little preview show and then maybe kind of a report show out of him he's he's big into the halloween horror nights so i think it will be a great uh way to learn about halloween horror nights at universal and you don't want to go with me 
Uh, no, thank you. I oh. wouldn't sleep for weeks. Okay. I've seen enough pictures. It's actually scary. Derek. Oh, yeah. Yep. No, I know. I, it's a bucket list. Horror, One time. Horror night. Not scary night. Horror. So not taking my six-year-old daughter. Got it. On to today's topic, Doug. We get a question a lot. You know, people go down there for work conferences or they're in Florida visiting family. You get one day at the park. I don't, I don't know how you do one day. I don't know either, but we're going to pretend we do. Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, we've done Thanksgiving out in I, California and done one day before, but when you're in the world, that's, that's hard to do. Yeah. I, I, I know how I do one day, Derek. It's, I accidentally turn it into five. That's how I handle one day. I like it. So we get this question a lot. So we're going to jump into how do you handle one day at the park? So Doug, we're going to talk just about the Magic Kingdom today because about what, 95% of the time that is the one day park that people usually want to go to. Yeah, especially with families. I Mm -hmm. think if you have one day, that's where you're headed. You're going to get the most bang for your buck, even though it costs a little more to go there for one day. Yes, it does. And ticket prices just went up, what, 9% for the one-day ticket? Something like that. They get you. They They do. They got to get their money. Uh, So it definitely is expensive if you just do one day. But, Doug, we're going to talk. We're going to break it down. You and I, you're going to go family of older and taller kids, Mm -hmm. where I'm going to go target more of the younger and shorter kids. Uh, because that kind of fits with our family, and we've yeah. both done this we do. many a times. So let's uh, first talk about Magic Kingdom. You're there with a little bit older kids. It's rope drop time. What do you do? Well, first I made fast passes 60 days ago, Derek, because oh, we're good staying point. on yes. property, right? Let's back up a hair. We you don't just show up and buy your ticket day up. That's the first mistake you can make. Though, though, for the don't record, I do have some friends up. that have did that. You know, just don't. a couple of weeks ago, listeners of this show that I know are listening right now did that, even though I warned them not to. Oh, sad, Derek. Yeah, you just ah, you gotta plan advance. So in this scenario, we're staying on property, so we're gonna get sixty day fast pass window. If you're staying off property, you only get that thirty day window. And that would limit some fast pass options at the Magic Kingdom for sure. Some that we will be talking about. So for my purposes, what fast passes I'm going to get, you have to think about your your, uh, rope drop strategy too when you're making your fast passes. Don't just get the biggest name fast passes. You want to strategize. So for that, first off, I'm going to try to get mine train as early as possible. Um, So I'm going to shoot for a 9 a.m. mine train fast pass. And then a thunder and a splash fast pass and uh preferably splash first and then thunder so you can get wet and then dry off it's the rinse and dry cycle as Sacy likes to call it so those are my three fast passes that i'm going for mine train splash thunder in that order and hopefully 9 a.m 10 a.m 11 a.m with 60 days out may not happen um because you do check into the hotel the day before you're actually you know making that fast pass for 61 days, which is very helpful, but, uh, you should be able to get it for like a family of four. Yeah. So there's, and you'll, and you'll get mine train. I know we get that question a lot. If you're booking 60 days, you'll get the mine train. It may so, not be the exact time. No, not want. at the time you might, it'd be, might be late afternoon, yep. but you're the going bigger to your get group it. Gets. Yep. Bigger your group gets, the harder it gets to get, but for four people, I think we can, we can manage. So well, I'm, right, I'm going to grab mine train as well. 38 inches. Uh, and it's it's kind of a must-do, especially if you're just doing one time at the park. It is one of the more newer rides at the Magic Kingdom. Also, with the younger kids, Peter Pan's Flight, 
I don't understand why it's such a huge attraction, but my kids love it. Uh, It's always got an hour, hour and a half wait. So I will get a fast pass just to skip that line. And then for my third one, if you have a little girl, I would highly recommend uh, Belle Enchanted Tales with Belle. Those book up quite a bit. And then if you have a boy, you can either uh, do Tomorrowland Speedway or Buzz Lightyear, both uh, little boys love. So what times are you shooting for when you're making er- those? I'm trying to go as early as possible because, Doug, you might know this about me, and a lot of people don't know, is that you can make a fourth and a fifth and a sixth, and I have the record just, at nine right now with fast passes. Give it away. Given away later in the show, Dan. I know, I know, but My this goodness, is why spoiler I always, alert there. always get them as early as you can, and if you have to jump back and forth, but uh, definitely Mind Train and Peter Pan, they're pretty close together. I'm mm-hmm. trying to get those back-to-back. Yeah, the back-to-back part is key. Um, so let's let's talk rope drop. I'll go first since I went first the, last time. So because I made Mind Train at 9 a.m., say we're doing a normal park opening 9 a.m., mm-hmm. so that means I have from 9 to 10, 15 technically to use my Mind Train Fast Pass. You get a 15-minute grace period at the end of it. Don't always suggest using it, but it's there if you need it. Um, so we're going to rope drop Space Mountain first. We should be off of that within 10 minutes if we are at the rope moving. Some people are going to run around you. You don't worry about that. It loads pretty quick. And then as soon as you come out, we're going to head to Buzz, and then we're going to head to Tomorrowland Speedway. Buzz will literally be walk on, ride off. Get your uh, you got to stop, though, to get your Galactic Hero sticker. That's probably going to take just as long as the ride. And I mean, that's key, though. And then you head over to Tomorrowland Speedway. And then at that point, you have a little bit of time before you need to use your mind train. And you're in the neighborhood. So you check the way to poo. If you can get Winnie the Pooh done before you have to go on mind train. Or maybe just walk on to the teacups or walk on to Dumbo. Those are all kind of in that area. And you can get in and out. But you want to use that mind train fast pass right around 10. And then as soon as you're off that, you can hit a couple other short waits in that area before you head over to use the fast passes for Splash and Thunder right at 11 and then 11.01 type of thing. There you go. That's my rope drop strategy. That was a long strategy there. Well, dude, you got to plan out. And then a bathroom break. Bathroom break in there somewhere. No. So basically we we conquered Tomorrowland – and got through the new Fantasyland side of Fantasyland. If you can get Pooh done, which we have on that exact plan before we've done Mine Train with that 9 a.m. The key is you have a 9 a.m. Mine Train. Do not go on it at 9 a.m. Wait till the end of the window. Wait for that line to build. Get as much done with short waits as you can before then. That is a, that is a great tip because so right many people road drop Mine Train anymore and so you can get in that first hour you can get half a dozen attractions done mm-hmm. while people are uh waiting in that line so good point i agree with you i'm i'm rope dropping space mountain and if i have a kid uh too short which i probably will we'll do, a, say, we'll do a, inches, we'll so. do a, we'll do a rider swap because i know that's important I, I feel like that's one of those attractions that every adult except maybe you sometimes I wants to go no. on i uh, wait it i go on buzz twice in a row 
There you go. Well, and then what I'm thinking, uh, what I do is depending on how many kids can go. So if you can go with one and one has to wait, or if you, uh, adult goes and the other two kids wait, the other parent takes them over to Dumbo and get that one knocked out because that is a must ride. And then you can get Goofy's Coaster and some of the Fantasyland area done. Ride swap with the parent if you need to. And then the other one can take them through Ariel, Meet Ariel. A couple of those will back up for a little bit, pretty close in, uh, even in the earlier part of the day. And I agree, if you can get on Winnie the Pooh in that first chunk before the mine train, that's key. For some reason, yeah. that line... I don't know if it moves slow or there's always a 30 plus minute wait. It likes to hover in the 45 on a busy day and kind of 30 on a not busy day. So it's good. If you can get it at 10, if it's 10 or 15 posted, walk in there, it'll most likely be five minutes and you can get on and off fairly quickly. It's not the longest ride either. So if you have some time before mine train, that's a great idea. Good idea with the Goofies, with the Barnstormer getting back there because that line can get big it does and so and you jo- you said walk on to dumbo i don't remember the last time i ever walked on to dumbo well, it's that early in the morning and early in the morning yes but if you yeah. get to dumbo after about 11 you're at least a 25 minute wait and then you have the annoying circus play area where they don't let kids play long enough <laughs> They would do with a 25-minute wait, though. No, well, no, because they, they do that whole area wrong. Maybe there's a different show. They need to be able to walk into the play area and then, like, an adult wait in line. Yeah, that's a good way to do it, too. So that's a pretty good plan. Um, yeah, right. And you can use that rider swap anytime later in the day. Yep. So you don't have to waste time of standing there while – like, you're not just standing and waiting for the other person to go. You get to – Move on, mm-hmm. get to some other things. So, And if you do it later in the day, then I'm conquering the rest of Tomorrowland. So that's when you can do the People Mover and Buzz and Tomorrowland Speedway if you don't have a, a fast pass for it. Those are when I do those attractions. So, yeah. yeah, one of the adults sometimes misses a few fun attractions, but it's nice as a parent, you know, taking a little break from the kids and getting to go on Space Mountain, too. You try to meet any characters in that first hour, Derek? If I do mention Ariel, I I mentioned Ariel because that's one of the, the Ariel's grotto seems to back up 20, 25 minutes. If you can get that knocked out early in the day, that's good. The rest of the characters that you can get fast passes for, you can get, you know, the princesses, you can get a third or, you know, we'll talk more about fourth and fifth fast passes for, and yeah, you know, you get it it more goes with the kid though. You got to think of your kid. Is there a a must see character in magic kingdom? Uh, I know for my son, I'm going to end up waiting in line for Buzz Lightyear. In the sun. And in the sun. And and character didn't start till 10, so it's not like you can rope drop Buzz. That's true. You know, another thing with both road route strategies, you're off mine train by like Mm -hmm. 10.05, 10.10. And you have that whole hour. So you have them stacked. So you got another fast pass that's, you know, 10 to 11. You don't need to get to that other fast pass until 11, so try to knock out a few more because the first two hours are great for a lot of attractions. That first hour is really good for all attractions. That second hour, you still have teacups, barnstormer probably, uh, Voyage, Little Mermaid, Voyage Under the Sea. I can't remember the exact title. I think I just said the one from the studio. Someone's yelling at their radio, aren't they? Uh, you know, all those good ones to do you may even be able to sneak over to haunted mansion without much weight 
because you can't make another fast pass yet. Nope. But you can still see or small world. Small would world be, a, be a, small actually that be a always, yeah because that one always backs up. A lot of people still rope drop that. I haven't figured that one out. There's no way on earth I would ever rope drop small world. No, but unless, it, it still unless, blows my mind. Because yeah. people, because we've gone to you know Peter Pan's and it's just like people are oh these people are going to Peter Pan. Nope, they're taking a right and going into small world at, at nine oh three a.m. And they want to go sit for 15 minutes on a boat looking at it. So that's the other thing about Small World is 10 to 15 minutes just mm-hmm. for the ride, depending on how much is backing up for you to get off. But that's That would be a great one in my plan to get from Mine Train over to Thunder Splash area because it's actually on the way. So that would make sense. That's a smart – That'd be Small World would be a smart one to do. Or possibly Pirates probably at that time would be good as well. But uh, small world, then I don't really even need to come back to Fantasyland. We just pretend it doesn't exist from there on out. You're not doing That's, Mickey's Filthy kind of Magic? S- probably not, unless it's raining. Mm. We didn't talk about rain scenarios. That's another day, another yeah, show. another show. We, can... All right, it's we have a whole rain here. show that we're going to do sometime yeah. that we've sometime. already recorded. Sometime. While I was eating a shake. So... It's lunchtime, Derek. What are you having for lunch with your small children family? Well, lunchtime, and we're we're really conquering the new fantasy land. And so after we do Mine Train and Peter Pan, we'll do a couple other attractions. If we can get a meet and greet in there with a couple of the princesses knocked out or Ariel, great. But then we're just going to stay right there and we're going to go to Bell's Castle. Or no, wait. The Beast Castle, sorry. Yeah, uh, and, bells yet in the no. show. And, uh, and we're going to eat at um, Be Our Be Guest. Be Our Guest. Yeah. Be Our Guest. Yep. So I you, feel like, uh, I feel, I feel, how did you make that reservation? I knew I was, I knew when my conference was and I knew I was going. So I, 180 days 180 out. days, I'm Plus booking. One. Yeah, I'm booking. I, yeah, I'm always on the app booking and reservations. It's lunch. It's lunch. So you should be able to get lunch, yes. right? It's Especially if you available. do a little, if you try to get that 11 o'clock window or that one, two o'clock window, it is a little bit more easier to get. That hard noon is a challenge. So it is a counter, a counter service. Yes. But you do have to have a reservation. Be Our Guest is like the one exception right now. I'm sure we're going to see something like that in Star Wars when it opens. Just mm-hmm. a hunch to get to eat at the counter service there. But we didn't at Pandora, so maybe not. So... You made your reservation. I did not make any reservations for my day. Uh, we're going to kind of eat where we're at. And say we went on Small World, right, as we're getting over there. Then we're going to we're gonna go on Thunder. We're going to go on Splash. We're going to be done about noonish. I'm probably going to either eat at – no, we're going to eat at Columbia Harbor House. That's where I I, I knew like you'd say that. Yeah, one of the best it, counter services in the, the Magic Kingdom. You know, if you want boring chicken nuggets, you sure can get it. If you want something a little different for your food choices, you can get the chicken pot pie. Uh, the lobster roll is good. Lots of great options. The fish and chips combos. So it's not your typical place, but yet your kids that are picky eaters, there's chicken nuggets to save the day. So we would we would go to Columbia Harbor House, go upstairs, have a nice quiet lunch which Quiet and Lunch at Magic Kingdom don't go together, so you got to know where to find it. And that's upstairs at Columbia Harbor House. So that's my lunch. And at that point, though, you tap in for that last Fast Pass. You're on your app making another Fast Pass. Uh, you're doing the same thing before that lunch. So you have another Fast Pass set up for 
basically once you're done with lunch, right? I try to get all mine done before lunch, even. Well, Nine, no, you're ten, making oh. your fourth. Oh, making fourth. Yes, yeah, you're, you're fourth. correct. There you go. Yeah, yeah. At l- I'm making my fourth as soon as my wrist beeps into the third fast pass attraction. You've seen it in action. Uh-huh. Uh, I burn a lot of its cell phone juice. So if I'm making a fast pass while at lunch, I'm doing it wrong. No, it's, it's while you're at lunch, is, if it wasn't immediate, you know, the available, you're killing your time, right? Yep. Uh, so, no, then I know for me, then I'm making my way over to the other side of the park, Adventureland, and I'm going to try and get Jungle Pirates, whatever is first available in that. Uh, a lot of people do book that Fast Pass early in the morning for both of those attractions, and I feel like you're – I've been solid at getting a Jungle Cruise fourth Fast Pass almost every trip I've been on, and I get it for that one, two o'clock window, and then boom, there, Pirates – you can make your way up to Splash and, and Thunder. And if you're going with kids, you know, do the rider swap. And uh, so just Splash would be difficult to get without having to wait hours for it, though. And if you're trying to get a lot, that one would be out in the future if it's available on a moderate day. Moderate day. You, My you problem is I go on the cold days. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you went in February. Splash is available. But you're going on like a moderately busy day. You're not going to find Splash. No. Thunder be difficult to get. Uh, Peter Pan would be like 10 o'clock at night or gone. It would be gone, yep. Uh, Enchanted Tales with Belle would be another difficult one. Mine Train's already gone, don't even look. Mm-hmm. And Space Mountain would be the other difficult one. Those are probably the five, six fast passes you have a lot of trouble getting. Otherwise, everything else, just you see it, you're in the neighborhood, grab it and go. Yep. Try to get as many in. That's fast pass straight. Like Haunted Mansion, Pirates. Jungle Cruise, all on that side. Even the, you know, if you save 15 minutes at the carpets, do it. Why stand in that line if you can snag a Fast Pass, tap in? A lot of times you can find Fast Passes that are already, like, available and open. So you make it, and then you just go right to it. Or maybe you wait 15 minutes. It's really kind of odd when that the system rolled out because we're used to getting a Fast Pass, waiting 40 minutes at the minimum. And then that all kind of went out the window, and new strategies arose. So... Yeah, I, Speedway is another good one. What can't you get a fast pass for that you need to prioritize, Derek? What type of a lot of characters? You know, you can Mickey. You would have trouble finding a Mickey's fast pass a tough for. one. Tinkerbell. Or, That's yeah. a tougher one, but it's I, out there. I have I have never been able to get uh, a fast pass for Mickey as a fourth fast pass, or after. I feel like those yeah, are all gone. We, we haven't either. So there's another one in that group, Mickey, and his weight's always significant. But uh, you can't make a fast pass for a lot of the characters. I feel like they could have added fast passes back with Minnie I, and well, Davey. I've been I've been very successful with the princesses lately. So that's true. Um, yeah. who does just uh, I can't think of the newest princess. A lot, Elena, Elena of Avalor. There you go. You can get a fast pass for her. You can also get one for Rapunzel and either Snow White or um, Cinderella, Cinderella's or Tiana. And Tiana. The, there you go. Those are the four. Cinderella, yep. Rapunzel, Tiana, Helena. Not sure who they all meet with all the time, but those are the four that are there. And Belle is her own separate thing. Ariel's her own separate thing. Uh, Snow White's kind of randomly out in other she, places. Well, she, Snow White rotates in if one of the four there are not cannot be yeah, there. Not not feeling well. Yes. That, yeah. I have, uh, we've had that happen twice Aurora now to too. us. Aurora's kind of that way too, but, uh, yeah. So lots of characters around the park. 
Yeah, you Brave. I forgot. Uh, Brave down there. Merida. Merida. Don't fast pass for her nope. either. And that one can be a That one's a wait. That's always 30 plus. We haven't met Merida in forever. We do every time my wife and daughter go. Yeah, well, that red hair. Oh, Gaston. Always one of my favorite character memes. Yeah. And what's great about going with, you know, parents and you do rider swaps, we've had that where one of us will ride a ride, the other one will go wait in line for a character and then meet up with them. Yeah. It's a good strategy. Yep. So, you know, the other area you can get some fast passes for, to jump back to that, is uh, the Barnstormer and Dumbo. Then you don't have to worry about playing in the play area at all with Dumbo. But those are two good fast passes Dumbo's as well. a trap anymore. Because the kids want to play. You know, it's great, though. This whole conversation, back when my kids were little, like, we had to sprint, not walk, not jog, sprint to Dumbo. Because there's one spinner right there in the middle of Fantasyland. You could see it from all over. Every kid wanted to go on it. And you just stood out in the sun cooking if you were later. So we had to you had, like sprint there. And as soon as you got off, you had to, like, run to Peter Pan and then from Peter Pan, he had to go to to Winnie the Pooh. It was like military's strategy to get all three done. One day on a rope drop, Dumbo couldn't find his feather. So they, we got there. They let us all in the line, get to the front of the line. Like, oh, Dumbo can't find his feather. It will be a little while. We're already in line. We're like, so like we're going to go in like five minutes? Like, oh, we don't know when it will start. You're welcome to get out of line. We're like, okay, why'd they let us in the line? So then we had to go, oh, it messed up the whole day. Just tears. Tears everywhere, Derek. Yep. Dumbo has been the last ride for us, at least on a one trip. So got to do it. That's why I try to do it early on in the day. Not even get a fast pass. Just get in there. Get in line. So I think if you only have one day, you just – you're packing everything in. Yeah, you're running, you're sprinting, you're trying to do as much well, rider swaps, fast passes. There's no time for naps, which no. worries me. But you got the next day off, right? You're not going back into a park. You didn't spend the day before in a park. You should be good to go. So one way in the afternoon when it's the hottest, maybe when that rainstorm's working its way in, try to find like Monsters in Glass Floor or Philhar Magic. Two good ways to get off your feet, rest for a little bit. Um, and still be entertained. Both are entertaining. I would go Monsters Inc. over laugh or over Philhar Magic every day if it was me. But I just think it's funny. So let's see. I'm gonna have to disagree only because my kids love Philhar Magic. <sighs> I now I agree oh. with you personally, but with younger kids. Uh, seeing Donald mess up everything and seeing all the characters that you love, Aladdin and the Lion King and stuff in that 3D. So I think my kids have always been suckers for really bad jokes. So I think they would agree to disagree and go, I think they like, or maybe I just made them like it. Maybe I didn't give them a choice. Maybe. Maybe I'm not that apparent. We'll never know. Okay, it's dinner time, Derek. Oh, no. No, it's not. Before dinner, it's not. We're three, still... we have a 3 o'clock parade we got to get to. That's now at 2. Is it really? <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> that. Time's the 3 o'clock parade. 2 o'clock. Okay. That's... So would you go? You only have one day. You taking the time to sit down 40 minutes or 30 minutes before it to watch? I am. Absolutely. Especially since I have the younger kids. I feel like the parade, the Festival of Fantasy is geared so well for them. Uh, smiles, they laugh, they wave at 
all the characters, if you can get a good spot, they can get, you know, a little bit of interaction time. But yeah, it is. It takes up a little bit of your day, but it also as a parent. Also an hour probably, yeah. It, it's it's not a bad rest. And and I've been able to sneak in some good – I have a couple of sneaky spots that I like to sit in and be in. So you know what? It, where are, where do you like to watch from? Uh, just outside the hub. on a, So I still get to the hub or you get all the way back by where Splash is. So you get these two areas because everyone kind of takes up the main street area. And I feel like so many people get on the, uh, would that be, that would be the west side of the hub. So I try to go more towards the east side of the hub. Okay. Okay. So I either hear what you, you're saying. Okay. And, and yeah, you either got to time it right. So you get the very beginning of the parade or, you know, try to, the people who get that splash area right when the parade's starting, that's kind of a good win too. That's usually the people that are like, well, what's going on? It's parade, yeah, because as they close it. So we tend to watch kind of over near Country Bears, maybe a little bit more towards um, oh, down the road, further towards Liberty Square from Country Bears. Get there a little early, claim a spot right on the rope. Yeah, we don't like to let little kids squeeze in, so we got to hold our spot on the rope. But it's it's kind of a little more chill in frontier land compared to the hub or compared to main street. But there is something a little iconic about watching a parade on main street USA. I will say that like, if you're only going to do it once ever, ah, but it, but I, how much time are you? I mean, people wait hour, hour, they, they start marking down territory depending I, on the day. Of the that's week, why I like, you know? that's why I like getting the East side of the hub. I feel like for some reason you can still get the castle a little bit on there and, uh, you get on the, the sun in your eyes. Is that why it's less full? I mean, the sunny side of the street is always. Yeah. We always, later. yeah, we always get a little bit of the sun in there, but for, yeah, we've just That's been good with, with your that. fair skin. No problem there. You just coat sunscreen on kids. Painted on. And, and I try to stay away from being in the center of the hub. I want to be on the outside because then I can just book it to Tomorrowland or wherever I have a fast pass for next. So, I think if you have one day, the parade right now is worth it if you haven't seen it. Yes, now, I If agree. you've seen the parade, then who cares? Go do some attractions. But if you haven't seen the parade, definitely worth it. Definitely. Now can we eat dinner? Now you can eat dinner. Oh, good. Well, once again, I didn't make a reservation, Derek. So we're probably just going to go to Cosmic Rays, watch Sunny Eclipse, sing a few songs, have a stereotypical cheeseburger, chicken nuggets, nothing exciting for dinner. But, hey, we're trying to eat quick. And you are in a theme park, so why not have a little theme park food? Oh, but, well, bummer. You took where – because I had the littler kids, and I was going to throw a shout-out to Cos his Sonny and Cosmic Rays. Uh, he entertains all ages there. He, he entertain, definitely entertains the under-40-inch crowd, so – uh, that was where I was going to go. I guess, um, you know, I'll throw a couple of backups. If you could somehow make those reservations and it's a once in a lifetime and money's no option, Cinderella's, but it's a tough reservation to get, especially time, at dinner. Though. And it's a lot of time. That's correct. It's a lot of time compared to Cosmic Race. You know, and if you have another one, if you have a reservation, Skippers, uh, mm -hmm. and they have some good jokes and stuff like that. Maybe not the best food for kids. Yeah. Yeah. It, I think the time thing is why I didn't make reservations. I want to eat a little yeah. quicker. I only have one day. Yep. 
I would if throw Pecos Bills in there if you're on that side of the park. I yeah. always kind of go when it comes to dinner time and if I don't have a reservation, I'm going to whatever's closest to me. So if I'm on the west side of the park, Pecos Bills, if I'm by Main Street, uh, I'm avoiding Casey's Corner, but yeah. we'll see what else is right. Uh, I'm trying to think what else is right there. Cosmic uh, Rays is basically Cos- right off the Cosmic Rays is right there in Tomorrowland. Yeah, Pinocchio's not Pinocchio's far away, isn't far away. I don't not really, a big fan all, of Pinocchio's, but other just, than Pecos Bills, they're really not that far from the hub. The yeah. three bigger restaurants, uh, which is Columbia Harbor House, Pinocchio's, and Cosmic Rays. So, yeah. you got some options. Just yeah, dine quick and enjoy. Mm-hmm. And you can get in and out a little faster with your dining if you eat off-peak times, mm-hmm. so you could eat lunch at 11, dinner at 4.30. It will save you a lot of time in line. So that's one other tip to maximize your one day. And then, of course, you got a few more fast passes to probably use, squeeze in, before you find a spot for happily ever after. That's true. And if you have little kids or big kids, and if you've listened to this show, we talk about happily ever after quite a bit. It is an absolute must do. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, we have some friends who just had a one day at the park and they asked me number one must do. And that's what I told them. And they were so glad because they're debating it and they're so glad that they did it. Yeah. So many people like the fatigue starts to set in about mm-hmm. five, six o'clock at night. They're going to roll thinking, back to the resort. I'm like, like no, yeah, no, just stay. Call it time of death is uh seven No, that's when you find your spot nice yep. and early, get a snack sit down, Sit the family down. You go to Cosmic Rays. You one of those counter service. You get your glass of ice water, right? That's key. You gotta get that glass of ice water. Hydrate while you're sitting there, and then you go get in line for the churro, the pretzel, the Mickey bar, the Dole Whip. One of those. So you got one parent getting. You know, gotta get the snacks, popcorn. You eat your snack. Wait for the show. The crowd will fill in around you. Make sure you take your bathroom break early. Yeah, oh, good, good tip. Like at least, especially 30, with little kids, 35, 40 minutes before showtime. Because if you wait too close to showtime, you won't have time to get to and from the bathroom. You won't no be able to bathroom. navigate through. No. The, uh, the one thing I keep hearing is it does fill in. I mean, you're like, oh, 15 minutes before a show, you might have some elbow room. By the time nope. the show starts, you are packed like sardines. If you don't believe me, go online and look at pictures. You can tell because everyone has a cell phone up. So you see all those yeah. lights and there's a bajillion of them. And, you know, go go listen to uh, we had, back in October, Alden's birthday trip, trip report. And you can hear a, a bathroom emergency story where I ended up sending a 10-year-old to the bathroom on my own. And as soon as they were gone, I was like, that was the worst decision I've ever made as a parent. But then he came back. So, you know, it worked out. It worked out. He knew his way around. Yeah, he knows the park better than probably almost any other 10-year-old. Most of the people he was stepping over to get there. And people do let little kids through a lot better than, like, a grown man. Nobody cares if I'm trying to leave Oh, and if you have a stroller, you're you're out of luck. You're done. It's not going to move. 30 to 40 minutes before showtime, that stroller is not getting in and out if you have an actual good spot. Now, if you have a horrible spot, your stroller can come in and out. And if you're thinking, boy, I have a great spot, if you can get your stroller in and out 30 minutes before the show, you failed. Sorry. You failed at finding a spot. You should be landlocked 45 minutes, stuck, 
worried about your space and the people crowding in around you 40 minutes before that show. That's why you find a spot hour 15 or so and get your snacks quick before it's hard to get in and out. Good point. Unless you go on Super Bowl Sunday, like I did. And yeah, it was, it was, it was 10 minutes day. before and I had the best spot. You know, we did a not so scary Halloween party that was on Labor Day. It was the first one of the year on Labor Day. And we watched from an area so close we never really watched for. And I remember Claire was dancing around. She had so much room. Dancing during wishes, hollow wishes. So there are some days of the year that are spectacular to go. We're not talking about those days. Nope. These are We're modern probably days. Talking about a... So yeah, one hour wait at least beforehand, which is Man good. Up. Yep. Uh, and finish, finish strong. And then you want to get, you know, enjoy it. And then you want to kind of, do you stay at the park or do you get out and follow the crowd? Well, depends on park hours. Um, if there's time, stay at the park. If it's yep. still open, a lot of nights it does close basically with the show. And then you're with the hordes of people heading to the bus. That's where you say, pack your patience. Um, we're going to be waiting for a bus for a while. It's all right. No reason to rush. You're not going to make things a lot faster. But the park is open for an hour after the fireworks. Definitely stay. Yep. Do a couple other things. It lets the mass leave. You know, you can go, even if it's just having a late night snack and sitting there and talking about your day, it's a great thing to do to close down the park. No, oh, yeah, we love heading over to Buzz and doing that one more time and whatever you can get done. Uh, I've done. Um, one of my favorite attractions is doing the not mine train, but um, Thunder, Big Thunder, at I night. Did it's, that after uh, happily ever after I, on a rope drop. I actually have done that four times after uh, whatever fireworks show, happily ever after, or wishes, and it's one of my favorite times to go because it's really cool at night. So always good to find an outdoor attraction to do before you leave. And then you're right, that mass. I mean, those buses are there. But that mass is there, and you got you want that to funnel down a little bit. Yeah, and like on our rope drop trip, you went on the one attraction, and the crowd definitely funneled down. I think we walked, we waited on one or two buses, yep. and then we were headed back to Coronado. And I think that's pretty standard. It was middle of June on a Thursday night. So that would have been exactly the type of crowds we've been talking about through the whole show, kind of moderate crowds, where the park was open for an hour after the show which helped out quite a bit, quite a bit. And remember, you can you can grab your Dole Whip or your pretzel before it closes, like right before it closes, and then sit down, eat it, and enjoy it. They're not going to come kick you out. The shops stay open an hour after closing. They want you meander, to buy stuff. Yep. Yeah, meander through the Emporium. Take your time. Let the crowd disperse. You know, Use your whole day. You paid for it. So there you go. What's the plan? One full day at the Magic Kingdom, and you can get a lot done. Yeah, you can. You just got to do it right. You got to, you know, rope drop to the sleep end of the, the day. Sleep the next day. But... Hopefully you know, sleep on the plane. Or if you're going to a conference, just sleep through the conference. Yes. Or if yes, you're – because there's a lot of events like cheerleading and dance and stuff like that, and, and a lot of student groups go down there, and you get that one day. That's why you sometimes are there and you see that – massive group of like 65 people all in the same shirt Ugh, i just shudder when they head my way yes bob and we yeah so Derek, we talked magic kingdom but you have one day what are some reasons or scenarios 
where you have one day maybe you don't go to Magic Kingdom. What are you thinking? Well, one is if you have a festival going on at Epcot. Uh, Which well, is 95% of the year. No, it's not. It's like kidding. 75% of the year. And yeah. even arts, maybe not. But Flower and Garden, Food and Wine, if there's a really good band playing or some some people you might want to meet, those are some good times to make Epcot that one-day attraction. Maybe a trip, just adults, too. Yeah, Epcot. Food, wine, drink. Drink around sense. the world. I don't know. If I had one day and a four-year-old, I, it's hard to deny the four-year-old Magic Kingdom. I agree. It's hard to deny your child that. But, you know, but, adults. I mean, you can look at some of the other parks. One day at Animal Kingdom, thus not a full day, but there is Pandora and Everest and you see the Safari. Every show. Yep. You see every show. You do the animal trails. You can fill up a whole day there. We, we just don't. We're spoiled by our local zoo. I'm going to say that. Some people don't have. And they the got amazing, rid of one of my the show that we saw the uh, the bird show. But they have replaced it with the up theme, so it's back. Okay. Basically the same show, but now with Doug and Russell, so oh, it's better. Oh, I like it. With Doug. I don't know if Kevin's in it or not. I hope Kevin. I hope Chocolate's involved. I have not watched a video of it because I didn't want to be spoiled. So, um, yeah. So that's back. I think you could easily make a whole day at the Animal Kingdom if you're doing everything. Hollywood Studios right now? Nope. Uh, I'd be... I mean, if you wanted your whole day to be... Like, you could get your nap at the resort. But, I mean, but you only There are a lot day. of teens and teen groups that do the full just, day at Hollywood Studios. I know. Because they ride rock and roller coasters seven times and over, tower like yeah. four times. So, if you're a part of that group, I absolutely can I see it. that. Star Tours, there's a lot of great uh, this, rides for a little bit older generation. Next statement's really sad, but there's a lot of that tweens, teens that say the Magic Kingdom is for babies. You know, and I'm just gonna say those kids don't get it. First of all, like they're only there for the thrill. Like they don't understand complex theming. Come on, open your minds, people. But yeah, I can see it. Epcot though makes the most sense to me for a different option. But that would be my traveling party would dictate it. Maybe if you're regulars to the park and you haven't seen Pandora yet, Animal Kingdom would kind of be my choice. Now, of course, once Star Wars opens, then this whole conversation. Yeah, this conversation, this podcast is deleted because once Star Wars opens up, that is a full – you might have just a full day in that land waiting in lines. Two attractions and eat at a cantina. And that was eight hours in a day. Yeah, why not? Probably. I I can't wait to see those wait times when they open up. Ah, I shudder. So, yeah, lots of other things you can do. Magic Kingdom just makes so much sense if you're there with a family. Yep. Hard hard to deny your kids that unless they are a true Anna and Elsa fan. Frozen is the most important thing to you. Not only do you have to go to a different park, you have to purchase a hopper. Because you have to do both Hollywood Studios and Epcot. The sing-along? Oh, it's, a Frozen fan loves it, though. I know. It's, I, I, it's, it's like little kid gold. It's, it is I think I think, the song, I think the music has burned me out now. So, But nope, I, that is a whole different topic. And that is one thing we are going to talk about is if you can do when – if – when you do two parks in one day, if you do the park hopper, how do you strategize two in one day? And that is for a later date. And we'll cover 
a two-day trip, a three-day trip, and a four-day trip. We're going to make this kind of a series, mm -hmm. how to plan all these different ticket options and what you do. So we'll get into two days. Then it comes down to what parks do you pick on what days. Yep. Uh, all kinds of more complicated trip planning issues. Yeah, well, we have a three-day trip coming up this fall, hopefully, get all that worked out, and we're going to have to discuss that because I know. I do Real four world. parks in three days, and there's a party involved. Four parks, three days, and a party. That's going to be busy, Derek. Yep, and that's how we like it. So if, if you are thinking about wanting to do one day at a park or more, we highly recommend using a travel agent. Of course, the best one is M Michelle McKnight. She is the rope drop queen, and she can help you with all of your planning on where to stay and answer any questions you may have. You can find her email in the show notes, and be sure to subscribe on Stitcher or iTunes, wherever you're listening to this podcast. And of course, go on to Facebook and Twitter and give us a like and follow. But for Doug McKnight, I'm Derek Sassman. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.